Morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Friday, November 11th. Today is Veterans Day, a day we paid tribute to those who have served our nation. Thank you so much to all you veterans out there. We really, really do appreciate all that you've done for us. Today is also a first alert weather day as we track the effects of Nicole over the low country. So let's go straight to the live five first alert weather desk for the latest. All right, good Friday morning to you. Meteorologist Joey Sovon here. Today, another first alert weather day, but we do expect improvement in our weather as we go through today. Isolated tornado threat very early on. That's going to fade away. Some scattered showers may linger kind of off and on a few showers today, along with breezy conditions, but overall improvement from yesterday. Not as wet out there. Highs this afternoon, the mid to upper. 70s will be breezy this afternoon when gusts up into the 30s tonight. We'll see things kind of dry out. Just a slight chance of a shower early on. Overnight low temperatures in the low 60s. Slightly cooler tomorrow morning. Bigger drop in our temperatures as we go through the weekend. Tomorrow 77 with a mix of sun and clouds, but only 64 with sunshine on Sunday. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. And now here's a look at your news headlines. When Hurricane Ian stormed through the low country in September, it left Folly Beach's erosion defenses wiped out, clearing the way for Nicole to continue the assault on the coastline. The city is now requesting help to combat beach erosion. People visited the beach throughout the day yesterday to see the damage as high tides came up all the way to the sand dunes, an area that's normally dry. Yeah, a coastal consultant for the beach says that a major concern is the lack of storm protection and flood mitigation in place to buffer from another hurricane. Now, she said that Folly Beach has little to no capacity to withstand additional erosion from another storm. The city's director of public works says between Ian and Nicole, portions of the beach are now completely gone at certain points of the day. He says he hopes to get new sand on the beach by 2024. Residential areas along the water aren't the only ones feeling the impacts of Nicole. An older West Ashley neighborhood also deals with flooding, so much so the city of Charleston is working on a more than $8 million upgrade to add drainage and underground pipes to that area. The Windermere area was built more than 100 years ago, and the infrastructure has not changed much since. While officials say they hope to have the larger portion of the project under construction by the end of 2024, Community members say relief can't come soon enough. In preparation for the storm's impact, here in the Lowcountry, schools and government offices, they have announced some schedule changes happening today. Now, you can head over to live5news.com and see the very latest on multiple school districts switching to e-learning today, as well as any other event cancellations happening. Right now, officials with the Berkeley Animal Center say they need people to serve as emergency storm fosters. With Nicole continuing to make its way across our area, the shelter needs to move their animals into emergency foster homes. The animal shelter says they are at maximum capacity and they would prefer to have the animals in a quiet home environment this weekend. They say they provide everything needed to foster, 
like a 24-7 foster line, crates, food, litter, meds, and more. All you need to do is supply a safe and loving home. The shelter is asking the community to foster animals through Tuesday, November 15th. The shelter will be closed today due to Veterans Day, but you can stop by tomorrow from 1 to 5. Well, some sad news out of Florida following the cold making landfall yesterday. Police say a man died in Brevard County during the peak of the storm. They say his wife called 911 saying he was in distress. And when officers arrived, they found that couple on their yacht docked at a park in Cocoa. Now, the boat was being battered by the waves. Firefighters tried to help the man and took him to the hospital. He later died. His cause of death is not clear. The Martin County Sheriff's Office says strong winds from Nicole unearthed the remains of multiple bodies on Chastain Beach. Police say a beachgoer discovered the remains yesterday. He noticed them walking along the beach and called authorities to make sure the bones were properly cared for. Investigators believe the remains are from a Native American burial ground located in that same vicinity. So far, the remains of six bodies have been unearthed by the storm. The Martin County Sheriff's Office says those bones will be processed and preserved. This is the third time remains have been unearthed after a Florida hurricane. The last two times were from Hurricanes Sandy and Dorian. Today, election results will be certified across the state, and we will officially know which candidates will take control of the Charleston County School Board. Yes, Nick Reagan joining us now. And Nick, several competing groups fought to get their candidates on the board. Who was successful? Good morning. Yeah, good morning, guys. That's right. You know, come next Friday, the Charleston County School Board will be represented by a majority of Moms for Liberty candidates. The initial results from Tuesday night show that five of the nine districts will be held by a candidate endorsed by the Monster Liberty Group, and there still could potentially even be a sixth candidate that makes it onto the board. Now, this was an unprecedented school board uh, election with every seat up for grabs and only three incumbents running for re-election. So we got a lot of endorsements from major organizations, the Republicans, Democrats, even Coalition for Kids all came out with a slate of candidates, but it was Moms for Liberty that had the most successful Slate. Now, the head of the Charleston branch, Tara Wood, says their success proves that parents support their vision. We know these candidates care about the kids and they want to prioritize academic excellence. They want to stop wasting money on woke indoctrination and please let's focus on getting back to the basics. We need our kids to be able to read and write and do math at grade level. Now, I mentioned that uh, they could still pick up one more seat. There will be a recount in District 8. Currently, Darlene Dunmeyer holds a lead over the Monster Liberty candidate, Travis Bedson. If that recount flips the, the seat, then Monster Liberty would hold six of those nine seats. Guys, back to you. All right. Thank you, Nick. Well, you can catch up on all the local and state election results by heading over to live5news.com, our website. Just type in election results into that search bar. You're going to be able to see the statewide as well as local races and their projected winners. Well, an area organization is providing scholarships for a handful of people in South Carolina and seven other states looking to start their teaching career. Our Lauren Quinlan joins us now. So, Lauren, how many scholarships will they be giving out and what do people need to know before applying? Good morning. Good morning. Katie, Aisha, Teachers of Tomorrow will award 20 applicants a $6,000 scholarship to obtain a teacher certification through their program. Officials with Teachers of Tomorrow say they've been the nation's most comprehensive provider of teacher services since 2005. 
They provide accredited pre-certification training, research-based test preparation, and ongoing professional development. Now, the new teacher scholarship is for anyone looking to pursue a career in teaching or switch careers and obtain a teacher certification. To qualify, applicants must complete an online form and provide a short essay on what inspired them to choose a career in teaching. Now, applicants must also enroll in Teachers of Tomorrow by December 15th of this year to be considered for the scholarship. The deadline to apply is November 30th, and all 20 recipients will be announced in January 2023. If you are interested in applying for the scholarship, just visit our website at live5news.com and click on this story. Live in the newsroom, Lauren Quinlan, Live 5 News. Thank you, Lauren. The Charleston County School District has announced it will be launching a new program in partnership with MUSC and Trident Technical College. Yeah, that program is aimed at expanding opportunities for students to explore healthcare related careers. Now, the school district says the new program will help address shortages in a number of critical healthcare roles. According to MUSC's Economic Outlook Study from 2020, healthcare is one of the economy's largest industries in South Carolina. It represents 7% of the state's economy. The Pathways program will launch next fall at Burke High School. Federal prosecutors say Russell Lafitte's signatures were all over $750,000 loans to Alec Murdoch. Wow. Murdoch was $300,000 in the negatives and in the negative in his accounts. Yeah, Lafitte is the former CEO of Palmetto State Bank and is accused of helping Murdoch and now suspended attorney Corey Fleming divert nearly $2 million from clients. Current Palmetto State Bank CEO Jan Malinowski took the stand yesterday, the third day of trial. The cross-examination mainly focused on Lafitte's knowledge of Murdoch's loan payments. Through different pieces of evidence, federal prosecutors showed the jury how much information they say Lafitte really kept from the board of directors. After defense attorney Bart Daniel asked him about the payment expectations, Malinowski said Murdoch got special treatment at the bank and says Lafitte's signatures were on large loans. The government next called Ronnie Crosby to the stand, who's a 20-year colleague of Murdoch and partner at that same firm. Now, Crosby testified that the firm learned Murdoch was stealing money in September of 2021 and fired him September 3rd before starting a long investigation into his actions. The trial will not continue today because of Veterans Day, but it will start again on Monday. Thanks for listening to Morning, y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.